Jesus Radio. Yo, yo, yo. Welcome to Sweet Jesus Radio. Got my special guest co-host in the house, The Brain. He may or may not chime in. What up, what up? <laughs> A.K.A. Martin Chupacabras. Yeah. That's the, the new nickname I gave him, whether he likes it or not. <laughs> it's there. Shouts to the listeners. Thank you. I really appreciate y'all sharing sharing the, the podcast on social media, just spreading the word. Appreciate y'all rocking the merch. Our guest tonight, he's a really dope MC. Uh, again, I've known about this guy. You know, I've, I've heard rumblings throughout the past year, over a year. And the homie brain shouts to the homie brain for me, you know, making the suggestion to put him on the podcast. That's the power of social media and Twitter specifically. Uh, well, that's, uh, I want to welcome to the show, The Fifth Estate. Yo, what's, what's up, up bud? What's good? Happy to be here, man. Hell yeah, hell yeah. How's your day so far, man? Dog, it's been hectic. Like, <laughs> like hectic, like... Can you share? It's Sunday, I'm not supposed to be working and stuff. First thing in the morning, my <laughs> boss calls me. Hey, can you do this? I mean, I'm not trying to, but I mean, I can. You got and the power to fire me. You have yeah, a you know what I'm level saying? of power over I'm, me. I'm like, I'm like, you could just tell me to do it instead of asking me, because then I'm inclined to say no, whether yeah. I can or not. You know what I'm saying? But, you know, working stuff. All people skills. <laughs> dude, yeah. No, I was afraid I was going to be like late and like rushing and everything. But, I mean, it worked out, so I ain't tripping. I was a little late, so I do appreciate your patience. No doubt. I ain't tripping. Hell yeah. <laughs> but we're here. And, all right, man. Shit, well. Like we spoke earlier, man, you know, super hang loose. Let's jump right into it. We're going to cover your music, your background, a couple other little topics that I have. And I think we even got a couple of Facebook questions on there. On the... <laughs> no, I, I peeped the one that Lenny dropped. <laughs> oh, yeah. I forgot about that one. Yeah, we had a uh, similar situation on a... Yeah, I don't know the story with yours, but yeah, yeah. <laughs> the homie was... Uh, the homie asked, because there's a homie that's a producer. Yeah. I don't want to put names, I don't, I don't ruffle feathers, but the homie was an MC, the guest, and the producer had, I guess, given him a, given him a beat, mm-hmm. and he was supposed to come correct and come through with the song for a compilation, but I guess it had been a while. Oh, no. He's like, yeah, tell him, where's my song at? Yo, where's that song, son? Yo. <laughs> Give me that beat back. Yo, run that song, fam. We're like, some. Oh, that's wild. So that was similar, it reminded me of that. <laughs> but yeah, we'll get to that. Uh, <laughs> Shit, okay. like, like we talked about earlier, man, jump into the background. You know, as detailed as you, say, you want to be, and you know, it's for the listeners, man. Yeah. You know, you know, you know, as a fan of music, it's always cool to know the the background of the the people that you're a fan of. Yeah, yeah. So that's always it's always dope. So go ahead, I'll, without further ado. Yeah. So um, yeah, I've lived in El Paso for four years. Uh, I was born in uh, Anaheim, California. All right. Uh, all shout right. out to SoCal, Orange County. Uh, dad was military, so I really raised. I was really raised in like the Central Texas area. So. Most people don't know Colleen unless you're like affiliated with the military, you know, a small little yeah. whatever town, however you feel about it. But uh, I always tell people Austin because mm-hmm. everybody knows Austin, which is a complete and total lie. You know what I'm saying? Um, <laughs> now you know. <laughs> yeah, exactly, right? And now it's out there. I can't lie about it. No, nah, but um, yeah, so I grew up in Central Texas and like kind of lived back and forth between there and California growing up. Um, I'm, I don't know, standard shit growing up i was a fucking nerd i still am a nerd like, nice. like super duper nerd like drinking this coffee out of this marvel cup like it's, it's hella dope you know what i'm saying yeah he said no to the beer I'm trying to <laughs> yeah. i'm trying to corrupt people in this show man no it's all good because i drink my ass off my nice, girl might nice. be mad at me though but it <laughs> is a dope it is. cup though yeah no it is is Especially, that Renee's? 
Yeah, it's Renee's. Oh, nice. Yeah, yeah. Like Listeners, we're looking at, uh, what is it? Mostly Avengers, right? Yeah. It's Marvel. It's, it's Marvel. We got Wolverine, Spider-Man, Hulk, Iron Man. And it's like, it's like Avengers with, with Wolverine in there. Yeah. Spider-Man in there, though. Yeah, a little bit of Spider-Man sprinkled on top. Nice. Shouts yeah, yeah. to Renee for the dope cup. Seriously, shout out to Brain for the coffee, though. Oh, no, yeah. Brain brought the coffee. <laughs> What's it called? Death Wish. The Death, Death Wish, Wish coffee. Dog. Uh, oh, man. How many different cities have you lived in? <clears throat> so, I mean... I'm actually not your typical military brat because my mom's was like, before I was born, my dad's first station was like in Germany, outside mm. of California. And then she went out there with him uh, to Germany and was like, yeah, nah. Like, <laughs> <laughs> when you come back to Stateside, like, let me know and we'll go out there. So like my dad from there, he went to Fort Hood, you know, clean area. Uh, I grew up in Harker Heights. So so like I was saying, there's like really just those two cities. It's right, like, right. You know, a couple of different cities in Southern California and then there. So uh yeah, man. I mean, coming up, I was a band nerd, like heavy band nerd. Like right. I played the trumpet, uh, which a lot of people don't know or whatever. So if they listen to some of my new music, like, I actually started <clears throat> playing the horn and stuff on on some oh, of the tracks. Okay, yeah. So it's a little, you know, a little, little something on the low. But uh, yeah. I was a band nerd. I went through this huge phase where I was trying to like, I was trying to be an athlete. Emphasis <laughs> on trying to be an athlete. I was trying to be because like, like, so like. I enjoy sports. I know how to play sports. Yeah. I'm halfway decent at sports. But, like, I remember there was a time I wanted to be in the NBA. Oh, shit. Uh, man. Like, but that's common, though, right? Yeah, when we're yeah, kids. Yeah. When we're kids, we want to be either an athlete or a rapper or something. Yeah, some you shit. know what I'm saying? Like, but it's like, actually, they were talking about this, not to cut you off, but real quick, because uh, I knew Premium Pete, shout out to Premium Pete, had our podcast. But I only recently started listening to it because, you know, you, you tweeted him about mine. Yeah. Now, so I went back and listened to some old episode. It was Lord Jamar from Brand Nubian. Oh, shit. So they were asking him, like, how did you get into rap? He's like, yeah. you know how it is, man. Like, you know, you grow up, you want to be a basketball star. Yeah, right? yeah, Same yeah, conversation. Yeah, yeah. It's like, but then you start realizing, like, there's like oh, millions of kids trying to do the same thing. Yeah. Like, with the, you know, as far as with athletics, especially, you exactly. got to be super gifted, physically speaking, but continue. No, no. So, I mean, I went through that whole thing, like, I had to play football in middle school. Didn't fuck with that. Not not a fan <laughs> of football. Um, did basketball, you know, up through high school and everything. But I was like balancing the, you know, being a band nerd, being in marching band and all that stuff, and then trying to be an athlete and hang out with all the athletes and stuff like that. But I mean, it was like towards like my senior year in high school, kind of stopped faking the funk and like <laughs> I was like, yo, I'm really about you know my thing with my people and everything, so I'm I'm cooling. Um, but I started rapping in uh, in high school, and it's crazy because. Um, so I got two friends of mine, uh, two childhood friends who I've known, you know, forever, still talk to. Yeah. Uh, both of them I met like the first day of fourth grade. Oh shit! Sure. Um, All right. <clears throat> one one is uh my boy Ryan, uh, you know, if he ever hears this, you know, no disrespect to him, but Ryan's like, you know, average <laughs> average white boy or whatever. Love him to death though, you know. I'm, I'm sending saying? him a link. Cause <laughs> no, no, no. But like in every sense of the word, like, in, you know, hands down, one of my best friends growing up, and then the other one was Julian. Uh, so Julian, uh, and I hope he does hear this, uh, he's the one that got me into rap nice. because like we had known each other through through elementary school, went to middle school and everything. And then he actually moved away for a little bit and then come back, comes back in town. And like, and this, uh, and I'll lead up to this, but like we were, I, I never rapped. I ain't even like rap for real, for real. Like, it was like what I listened to on the radio and shit. No, 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 no. Cause in, the, cause in the crib, no, cause in the crib, it was like my parents would play. Um, you know, classical. 
Nah, not, <laughs> not like classical or whatever, but like, you know, I'm, I'm talking about like old school R&B, like 80s, 90s pop, you know what I'm saying? Like yeah. R&B, that, that type of stuff, like jazz, like my granddad's a jazz pianist Dope. or whatever. So like that's the kind of stuff that yeah. I was listening to. Rap, I ain't really fuck with for, I don't know, a number of reasons, but like what I heard on the radio. Now you know, it makes sense, the, the, the tribe influence. There. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Especially low in theory album. Exactly. Very jazzy. So it's like, um, it was interesting how that was. Like I always wrote, like I wrote poetry, like on some real, real sappy shit. But uh, <laughs> I mean, that's what it was. Like I got that from my from my mom or whatever. Mm-hmm. But I remember he comes back into town and like we, he'd always come over to the crib and I and I stole my mom's, I mean, not still, but like I relocated. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> My dad bought my mom this this keyboard for like their anniversary, and I was like, "Word, it's tight." And it, it was in the living room, and it was yeah. in the living room for like two weeks. All right. and I took that bitch and I put it in my room, and I was always like, "Like, I can I can play piano decently well, right?" So I, I was always like trying to like play stuff I would hear like on movies or shows or in music or whatever. Oh, okay. and I remember he comes back into town and like we're rekindling and everything. He's like, "Yo," he's like, "We should start rapping." And I was like, "Nah," like, <laughs> <laughs> I was like, "I'm good, man." Like you know, why though? Uh, just cause. What didn't you like about it? So, at first. So like, I mean, this is gonna go like deep or whatever, but it's like something about. So I grew up in the suburbs, man. You know what I'm saying? Like I was very much in a middle class home growing up. Yeah. So a lot of the more street stuff and or like real hard masculine, you know, like real rough and tough shit. You know what I'm saying? Like I couldn't relate to any of it. And then at the same time, like going to the schools I went to. I was like low key alienated because I went to school with a bunch of white kids. Mm-hmm. So they're like their only concept of what black was was yeah, like was that what they saw. Shit. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So they're like, like I remember the first time one of my friends like in the fifth grade he's like, "Yo, why don't you say the n word?" <laughs> and I was like, I was like, I didn't know how to take it. Oh, I was shit. just like, I was like what? You know what I'm saying? Uh, no, he's he like, he's like, but you're black. And he's you just can, curious. He's like, you can <laughs> say it. He's like, so why don't you? A genuine curiosity. Yeah, it was yeah, right. real curiosity. And I was just like, uh, I don't know. You know what I'm saying? And then, like, I remember, you know, what's that? Yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> uh, I mean, like, there was a time where it felt like foreign coming off the tongue or whatever. So, I mean, like, to explain the background, like, both of my parents are uh, from California. My mother's from Anaheim. She grew up in Anaheim, lived there, and everything. So, anybody that knows anything about Anaheim is typically a little better off. Okay. My father is from, like, so she's from Orange County. My dad's from LA County. My dad specifically grew up in Compton. That's the hood shit. You know what oh, I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. So, it's like, it's, it's really funny how my parents met, but. Right. It's like kind of like two, you know, two opposite sides of the street or whatever. Um, <clears throat> but like my dad deliberately kept me and my brother away from a lot of that stuff. And like, yeah, you know, cause, just because yeah, he, he knows didn't, yeah. yeah, he was he was around that shit. And he was like, Stupid. <laughs> nah, y'all gonna focus on these books and everything like that. You yeah. know what I'm saying? So, I mean, in terms of like, so it, it was ingrained in you. Yeah. Degree, yeah you know what I'm saying? Like, I mean, to be real with you, I ain't had my first drink until I was 18 and yeah. on the other side of the United States, you know what I'm saying? Sure. Where I knew my parents couldn't touch me. You know? <laughs> That's good parents, man. Yeah, yeah. That's good parenting. You know, I mean, like to an extent, I was a square, but it is what it is. Have you ever written a song about how your parents met? That'd be a dope topic, right? No, I've actually thought about it for real. Yeah. Um, and I swear, my mom, my mom to this day, every time she hears a new song, she's like, "That's cool and all." She's like, "But where's my song?" And I'm like, "Oh, oh you see?" <laughs> and I'm like, "Yo, like, <laughs> it's meant to be." It's like, conversation. The way I, yeah, the way I'm saying, I was just like, "Mom, you know, let me let me get to a point where like my shine is a bit." I'm not bit good more, enough yet, mom. You know what I'm saying? Like, and then we I'm gonna put it down. Yeah, it's gonna be proper. I want it to be like Miss Jackson. You know, because <laughs> I, you know, I heard a podcast. I don't know if you heard it, but where it was Erica Badu. I don't know if it was Rap Radar or one of these damn. Yeah. They had Erica Badu on there, and she was talking about her mom, oh. and then the whole situation with Andre. Is like, yeah, 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 but you can't tell her. And I'm like, yeah, like she was mad at him, but 
She her she got a vanity license plate that says Miss Jackson on it. Mom, dog. Oh, so she's like, yeah, that's my yeah, song. That's my yeah, mom. that's me. That's me. Yeah, that's so he's, talk, he's talking about me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, she got the vanity joint. No, I didn't even know that. That's that's mm-hmm. nuts. Especially because like three stacks is like that's like probably on any MC list. It's like in my top five. That's in my top five. Yeah, yeah like I he's. Say. I mean, Big Boy too. Like no disrespect, but like I connected more with with three yeah. stacks like throughout his entire career. Um, <clears throat> but uh. Yeah, so like, yeah, whatever. The homie was like, let's let's rap or whatever. Let's let's try this shit. So I remember like the first the first rap song that I wrote and recorded. Um, and this is back in the day, like we're talking like bootleg. Uh, what was it like Acid Pro that we mm-hmm. stole from the internet and going on SoundClick and looking for beats and stuff. And like we had like this old, uh, you know, the little computer mics. Yeah, and stuff yeah, that you yeah, just, yeah. The uh, wand joints. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. so we had those. different versions of them, but yeah. And uh, like that's what we recorded our joints on. You know what I'm saying? Um, <laughs> like we recorded this song because I was in a group when I first started rapping. I was in this group called um, oh boy, uh, we were called uh, DSB. <laughs> oh shit! Uh, which started like what was it? Oh shit! Don't tell um, me that the word D stands for duh. Something. Uh, <laughs> that's a, that's no, no, no. It didn't sound for done nothing. No, but it was no, no, no. I'll do you that's one more better. Early 90s shit. I'll, I'll do you one better. We were uh, Dollar Sign Boys. Oh, shit. like yeah, yeah, yeah. Took it south a little bit. <laughs> yeah, you know what I'm saying. Like it was, it was real funny how it, how it happened. So like it was like me and three other dudes. Julian was one of them, and the two other cats were just like, one of them was just my homeboy, and the other dude like it, it was. I don't know. It was the time. So. <laughs> It was simpler time. Yeah, simpler time. you know what I'm saying? But like, so the point of all this is like, it's around the same time when, uh, and I ain't ashamed to admit this, no. this is around the same time when Soldier Boy started popping. All right. So, because my boy, when he moved from Texas, he went to what, Mississippi or Miss, where the fuck Soldier Boy's from? So he was out there like in the same, I think in the same city when Soldier Boy started to okay. get a name and stuff. So he was like, oh shit, like this was popping. So he came back and he was like, and he showed me all this stuff and I was like, Okay, cool. Like, whatever. So, I mean, like, there was a point in time where we were very, we very much emulated what they were doing. And yeah. over time, like, the group went from the four of us to just the two of us. Right, and we were doing all that. The Man. Weeding out process. Dog, some of the songs that we recorded were just like, uh. Did you have a dance? Did you make them a dance? <clears throat> no, no, no. But I'll tell you, you Superman I could, dog, I could Superman the hell out of somebody. No. <laughs> but, I mean, like, that was, that was the thing. You know what I'm saying? Like, we're talking like 06, 07 or whatever. So, um. I mean, yeah, we, we got into it and everything. And then somewhere along the line, like, the group, like, fell apart. Like, the homie moved because of some family stuff. And then, like, all of a sudden I look up and I'm like, I'm the only one doing this. So I was like, damn, this sucks. Like, I ain't got the homies. Because, like, they were my source of confidence because yeah. I wasn't really confident, like, no, I got as an MC, as a songwriter or anything yeah. like that. Like, I've it was just something that. we did yeah. for fun. But so, it's also more fun when it's with other people. Yeah, exactly. You, you know do have a little more courage, especially, like, on stage when mm-hmm. somebody's there with you. When you're up there by yourself. It's exactly. Cool. That's kind of... Partially the reason why I stopped was like, my boy stopped. He started fucking around. I was like, man, yeah. I tried to do this shit by myself. No, exactly. It's scary up there. So, um, so yeah, like, like I look up and I'm like, damn, I'm by myself. And I was like, you know what? And I had gotten into making beats and stuff. So, uh, wow, excuse me. It's like coffee. Yeah, it's um, a good one. So, uh, I got into making beats. So, like, I'm on FL, well, when everybody actually called it Fruity Loops back then. When it was the, um, the original joint. Yeah, yeah. Right. So, like, I started making beats on there and everything. Not anything super crazy, but some real dope foundations because I actually had an understanding of, like, musical theory and stuff like that's that. That's very big. So, yes, that's huge. Because um, at that point, when I started making beats, I had been playing this trumpet for, like, five years. Right. You know, since I was, like, 11 or some shit. You're, like, trained in a sense. Yeah, you know. Um, so, I understood a bit more. And then, yeah. like, I always had the keyboard and stuff, so I understood, like, how chord structure would work and everything. So, I'm making these beats, and I actually made a project when I was 16 
called uh, Silence of a Prodigy. And back in these days, I used to go by, like my first rap name was Blaze. Oh, and shit. it wasn't because why you think. Because, like, I'm telling you, my little square ass had done nothing at the time. But most people would assume, like, it's based off weed or whatever. I told you I was a nerd. This shit was based off of Pokemon. Okay. Like, is there a straight character named that? Or what? There was, um, fuck, it's like, I can't even remember what generation it is. But there's one that's called uh, Blaziken. Oh, okay. Right? So, like... Because cause one of the things- But like, at the same time, the word Blaze had already been yeah, played you know the fuck saying? out of hip hop. Yeah, so like- <laughs> Yeah, of course, Johnny Blaze. That's the original Johnny, Johnny But even he's jacking it from a damn exactly. comic book and shit. <laughs> yeah. You got Just, Just Blaze, Blaze yeah. which I know he's huge, but I don't like the fact that he has that name. Yeah, exactly. Because there's a Johnny Blaze. Like, mm-hmm. And you had- She didn't really <laughs> pop off big, but was it Jane Blaze or something like that back in the early 90s? Yeah. Blaze Magazine? Blaze Magazine. That was a cool magazine, yeah, though. So it was uh, like, like yeah. the, the name was always associated with some other shit. But yeah, whatever. it's mostly... So like, and I, I wasn't really like cool with it off top because the first we spelled the B-L-A-Z-E and I was like, no, no, no. Like, we need to add some, I don't know, some fucking flair to it yeah, somehow. Yeah, yeah, so like, yeah. so I started spelling the B-L-A-Y-Z-E or whatever. So it's actually part of the reason why I spell my first name the way I do. Because uh, I mean, Michael was spelled, you know, M-I-C-H-A-E-L. But I started going by Mike mm-hmm. around this time. And then I ended up marrying the two names, so I went by Mike Blaze. So something about not necessarily the symmetry, but the way they look next to each other written out, I was like, M-Y-K-E-B-L-A-Y-Z-E. I was like, that looks tight or whatever. It's a lame name. Super concise. But, but yeah, yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like yeah. something, something visually appealing or something. It does roll like out the tongue. Yeah, you know It's just saying? the Blaze part is. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. So like, like I had already known by the time I graduated high school, I put out this project. It was called Styles of a Prodigy. It was like 10 songs or something. I was really proud of it. Like, I somehow managed to get it pressed up, like nice. on, on like jewel cases and oh. everything like that. Oh, like, yeah. you know, take notes. People that have been doing it for fucking fifteen years still ain't got no, still writing, <laughs> still using magic marker. I'm saying though, come yeah. on, guys, Jesus, step it up. Supposed to take that shit seriously. Step it the fuck up. No, but uh, oh, and if any any of my friends or anybody that has that shit hears this, I swear to God, if I find out that you can playing this shit for people thinking you funny, <laughs> leave that shit, <laughs> leave that shit where it belongs. Damn. Dog. You know, no, it's part of, you know part of the process though. But um, yeah, 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 all day. so uh, yeah, I put out this project and stuff, and it was what it was. But then I, I left and I went to college. So I uh, I ended up going to college like an hour north in New York City. Right. So I was on the other side of the United States, way away from my family and everything. That was my first time with some real independence and stuff. But being that close to New York and everything, like, really had a profound like influence on me. So like. Actually being able to be, you know, like, quote, unquote, the mecca of hip hop, you know what I'm saying? So uh, it was cool. I mean, I ended up going to a school with a bunch of lames for the most part, with a bunch of type A personalities. I went to a a military school. Oh, okay. So it was like, it was real. uh, West Point. Oh, I think I heard of it. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like it's because making it sound like you went to like a community college. <laughs> oh, West Point Community College. No, 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 no. I mean, it's oh, like we just West Point. <laughs> no, it's. <laughs> I tried it. There's a reason why I, why I say it like that because like there's a there's a ton of people that I went to school with I don't like being associated with because yeah, yeah. they just. But it's also my job to like bring it out of them. <laughs> yeah, yeah. What are you talking about? So um, being there, I was like. I'm be real with you. Like the four years I was there, so I was there from 09 to 2013. I was like, this place sucks. People suck. This is lame. Like, boo. Like the fuck. I wanted to go to UT Austin. Like, yeah, you know what I'm saying? Seems like more your these yeah, personality exactly. wise. Exactly right. Um, but I actually ended up meeting two of well, three of like my best friends 
coming into adulthood or whatever. So one of which is my boy, shout out to Mikel Clark, um, founder of Artistic Manifesto. It's real dope. Not even just hip hop blog anymore. It's like, like everything. Everything. You know what I'm saying? Like the cult. The and, I, and I hate using that the term culture. now, but like <laughs> the, the the culture. You know what I'm saying? Counterculture. No, no. I mean, like, like he's just is dope music, dope happenings, and everything like that. Yeah, entertainment based. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, it's cool because like it was crazy like being there uh, with him when he started it because like he was a year ahead of me, and uh, I remember kicking in his room one night and like he showed me he's like, "Yo, look at this," and it was like I'm talking like Blogspot, like mm-hmm. that's where he started on and stuff. And I mean, like, and it's grown substantially. Dope. And he, he's popping. So shout out to Mikel. Shouts, yeah. Um, so I, it was Mikel, my best friend uh, Dre, Keandre. Shout out to Dre. Uh, he was actually in town for the holidays. Right. Um, I hadn't seen him in like a year and a half too. But uh, no, 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 dope music story with Dre other than the fact that uh, he's like the first. He's in the first bar of the first song on the mixtape or whatever because oh, okay. he's he's real big into spoken word and poetry and everything like that. And he right. got me into that kind of stuff along with another friend of mine uh, when we were oh. in college. So like that's had an effect on me as well. You know what I'm saying? Because right. that whole that whole atmosphere, that whole vibe is on some other shit. You know what I'm saying? Oh yeah. Um, and then my boy Moon. So Moon is my right hand man, like my go to producer, like everything. You know what I'm saying? So he doesn't live here. No, no, he doesn't live here. Okay. He he. Um. So like I said, we went to college together. He actually stays in uh, Round Rock. Okay. Um. Austin. <clears throat> yeah, basically, yeah, like he's, he's right there outside of Austin. The homie lives there. Um, That's where Joe lives, I think, Joe. or one of those dams. Yeah. yeah, Round Rock. So. Moon, you know that's that's the homie, and it's real funny because uh, he's a, he's a funny cat, real funny cat. But um, it was, it was interesting, like being in that environment that I, where I was, and I was like, I hate everybody, and everybody's the same. And I met like these three very distinct people um, that have had like profound effects on like my music, my music career, and like me as a person too. Yeah. So if I were to say like stuck in the '90s and anything I've ever done since meeting him was entirely me, I'd be lying. And like he probably like chopped me in the throat because like not I mean not disclaimer like one hundred thousand percent of bars are absolutely me. Yeah, I but got you. Coming Influences up, though. Yeah, yeah, like coming up yeah. with concepts, spitballing, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Like putting shit up on a board and like discussing things and everything. Like that's, that's what we do. Oh, is that how you, you know guys what I'm saying? Roll? Shit. Yeah, right. you know what I mean? That's like how, that's how it should be done. Yeah. So. Did he, I'm sorry. Did he produce some of the tracks? Yeah, yeah. So on, on the mic. Yeah, yeah. The brain gonna get on yeah, the mic. I, I thought Moon produced some of that stuff. Yeah. yeah, I saw the name Moon on the, the pretty good shit too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. yo, so so shout out to Korean Jesus, aka Moon. Um, yeah, he produced <laughs> ten of the tracks on Stuck in the Nineties, um, and yeah, like I mean to be honest with you, he did a lot. The, the, the project was almost entirely him. Um, and we have a whole bunch of other shit that's just you know sitting in the archives, but um, <clears throat> I mean I mean yeah, like he's he's the homie. I mean I don't know how else to put it. Uh, so and, and it's actually funny the way that we met because like I said, we call him Korean Jesus and everything. He's a he's a six Is he Korean? Yeah, he's Korean. Okay, like like, yeah. like like from <laughs> as he know. as he would put it from the motherland. So he's uh he's a six foot tall, six foot six one oh, or whatever, okay. Korean dude from Roland Heights, California. So you see him and or at least when you saw him back then, because he was that tall and like a buck fifty, like soaking wet. You know what I'm saying? So he's oh, like real tall, skinny. real skinny yeah. Asian kid. And I was like, I remember when I first saw him, because he, he has this look that he wears, and he's just like, like some real, like, on some real, like, kind of tough guy shit. And I was just like, I don't know what this dude's problem is, but like, I ain't fucking with you, whatever. Yeah. He's the the Korean radio Raheem. <laughs> yeah, you know what I'm saying? I, I was like, I was like, I was like, you look like some, like, you got issues, dog. Like, whatever. I ain't really fucking with it. So, like, we had lived in the same, in the same, like, uh, you know, Whoopi dorms or whatever. 
for like a couple of months. And I remember I was moving into my room and um, I was coming up the stairs and like, you know, West Point, they hate us. So we don't have elevators and shit. And I lived on the fifth <laughs> floor. So I'm carrying this like trunk up the stairs and I'm coming up and I'm hearing some like hip hop music playing, which is weird. <laughs> and then not only hip hop, but like on some underground shit, yeah, which is weirder. Yeah. That, and I was like, what the fuck? And I get closer and it's Blue Scholars, if, if you're familiar with the group out of, um, out of Washington not, State. But um, <clears throat> real, real dope group. Um, and I was like, who the fuck is in here playing Blue Scholars, <laughs> whatever? Scholars. And, and, I, and, I, and the door's open. And I like peek my head around and I see this tall ass, skinny ass Asian dude. And I was like, it's like the fuck? Please tell me he wore an African pendant, dog. Yeah, yeah. Remember back so in the days, that yeah, Mexican kids rocking because it was the hip hop shit went so I deep. The, uh, I had the Malcolm X hat. Did you? Oh, like, yeah. I, re- I lived in Mexico at the time. I don't hate on any of that shit, but yeah. it was like I, I'm not rocking an African pendant. <laughs> but but the shit was so deep, the influence. Yeah. I didn't know what it was. I just seen it in rap videos. I didn't yeah, know it was a rap was, thing. Yeah. It was just hip hop. And, and uh, I bought it. We're in El Paso. You know, it's hip hop. We're watching you on TV rap. This is and that. Know, it was very Afrocentric back then. You know, yeah, exactly. But they started coming out with uh, Mexico like, ones. Oh, for you real? I'm talking like, about the like ones with the, the medallions. Yeah, the, yeah, the yeah, sold yeah. ones. Yeah, yeah. Those leather the joints. Like yeah. I can pick with that so, shit. On so it. I had homies, like <laughs> one or two homies that had the African joints. Yeah. Oh, like, that's hey. wild. That's wild as fuck. So, yeah, yeah. But, uh, I but, wasn't uh, trying to go that far. <laughs> no, I mean, he wasn't on anything like that. And the cool part, <laughs> like, one of the things that actually, like, made me at ease with him is because, like, you know, like, you meet, a, you meet people that aren't. And, I, and I'll say black, for example. Like, you meet people that aren't black that are trying to fit that, like, oh, yeah. that mold or whatever. And they can just come off mad whack and, like, yep. super corny and shit. Yeah. And I was like, uh. But, like, luckily he wasn't that. Like, you could tell, like, how he is is authentically him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I was like, yo, is that Blue Scholars? And he looks up. And he was like, yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> He's surprised and shit. But it, but it was like, like, I'm black. Bro. It was, like, real <laughs> aggressive at first. And then it was it immediately turned to some, like, uh, stepbrother shit, like. Did we oh, just become shit. best friends? Yeah, like, dude. Yeah. Are you serious? Because he was like, I mean, some somewhere like, and I'm talking like, I stood in the hallway and we're talking, and like in the span of like five ten minutes, and I was like, yeah, I rap, and he was like, oh word, I make beats. I was like, bet. Damn. So then like, and then but he was made in heaven. Though. So it was like, but the next step was because I know a lot of cats that make beats that sound like somebody tapping a spoon on the side of a fucking pot. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, sure he knows a lot of guys are rap. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Everybody so like, rap. both of us were like, okay, yeah. tight. Now we got to test each other. You know what I'm saying? So like, see. he sent me beats. I spit some shit for him and we were just like, yo, like this is tight. You know what I'm saying? We've been friends ever since. Right. Um, and you know, it's grown exponentially from there. So it's real cool. Um, <laughs> but so, so why I'm laughing is because when you talk to him, I mean, he grew up around black people and Mexicans in Southern oh, California really? and shit. Yeah, so, yeah, like, yeah, he, yeah. you you talk to him on the phone and you would expect, like, probably like a black dude or something like that. But you meet him and, and you're just like, what the fuck? Oh, like, you're shit. Asian? Like, for real? You know what I'm saying? So, like, it catches a lot of people off guard. It's like, just his environment. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Exactly. That's all know? of us. And he was like, he was in, like, you know, much like a lot of people, like, he was entrenched in, in those environments and, like, that type of culture and everything like that. So, like, I'm jealous. It's, <laughs> so like that's that's what it was for him, you know what I'm saying? Like authentically. And it's crazy all the all the music, all the stuff that he's put me onto and everything. Cause I mean like when he came up making beats, he learned like OG, like from the record, you know what I'm saying? Like raw samples, just underlaying, you know, drum beats and everything like that. Like raw, raw, like that's dope. And it was it was tight. You know, and everything's grown since then. Um, you know, we've like I said, we've done tons of songs together and stuff. So that's my boy. But um, hey, yeah. let me ask you this: Why West Point? Ooh, yeah. Why West Point? I didn't want to go. 
I didn't want to go at all. <laughs> I, it seems like it. I yeah. Seems, I get the vibe. Feel no, because it was like. That's why I wanted to know. <laughs> no, because it was weird because I was in high school and I was like, man, like I did, I did pretty well in high school. And um, my parents, you know, like there was just the expectation I was going to go to college and everything. So like I applied, I got into a couple of different schools and everything. But I was also in the back of my mind, I was like, I don't know how I'm going to pay for this shit. Because my parents weren't rich by any means, but they made, what was it? It's like that, that threshold where you make right. too much to get uh, assistance. Yeah. So like, that's basically what it was. To, yeah. yeah. And then like I wasn't getting crazy scholarships like that. So I was like, fuck. And then my parents were like, you should apply to West Point. Because my dad, so like anybody that knows anything about you the military, influence my or? dad was a, um, you know, he was a non-commissioned officer, did 22 years in the Army. Um, and he he just been around officers and stuff that had been to West Point and stuff. And like, Saw the things that they were able to do and all this other stuff. He's like, oh, okay, prestigious school, cool. My parents were like, sense. my parents were like, you should apply. Here's how uninformed I was. <laughs> I thought, because there is a West Point, Texas. I thought that West Point was in Texas. Are you serious? Not only did I think West Point <laughs> was in Texas, even after I applied, I thought West Point was in Texas. Like, Mike. Yeah, dog. You know, it's already out at this point, dog. That's what I was, I was like, like that's how disinterested I was. You know what I'm saying? So like, I applied. Is and it everything. close to Austin? <laughs> I I had applied and everything, and I was just like, okay, cool. I'll do it to make the parents happy. It is what it is. Did not in a million years expect to get accepted. Um, so I got in and everything, and I was like, oh word. Like I remember the day I was leaving the crib to go to my boy's place. I was like, I had the keys in hand, and there was a package at the door. You know, it's the acceptance letter and all this other shit. And I was standing there. I was like, my parents were like, what is it? I was like, I got no West Point. And they're like, oh. And I was like, I, I really don't care. Like, can I still go to my boys? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but, like, it was weird because everybody around me made such a big deal of it. I mean, like, in, yeah, reflecting on it 10 years later or, well, shit, how old am I? Yeah, 8 or 9, <laughs> 10 years later or whatever, I see the significance of it. Yeah. But at the time, I was like, that's not what I want to do, man. It was yeah, like, like, the military is whack. I was like, all that shit. I mean, my dad did it, my granddad did it, and everything. But I was like, swag. I was like, I don't want to do that. Um, but then everybody found out I got in, and they were like, oh, so you're going. And I was like, um, uh, I am? <laughs> I was like, yeah, you know. But then, like, so I'm not going to say, I'm not going to sit here and lie to you and say, like, my parents made me go or anything, but it seemed like the smart thing to do at the time. It, it is very smart. You know, and it, and it, and it ended up benefiting That's me in a number of ways. Because yeah. I will say there's a number of things I wouldn't have been able to accomplish, at least. Uh, monetarily, if I hadn't gone, you know, because coming out, walking straight into you know a job or whatever, yeah. whether I like the job or not, yeah. walking straight into a job, you know, enabled me to have the homes, the little you know modest home studio that I have now. Nice. You know, what I'm saying it cut out the middleman for a lot of shit, which which yeah. worked for me, especially like when it came to deployments and stuff, and being able to take what I could with me and still That's create. Yeah, yeah. You know, That's um, huge. Yeah, yeah, and it, it really made a huge, a huge impact and stuff. Only that, it. Uh, I mean, I'm not I mean, one semester, dog, but. Just any kind of, whether it's school, there's certain things that instill a certain amount of discipline in you, you know what I'm saying? No, for sure. And completing a task, that, that forms and shapes you as a person, you know, to a degree. Yeah. A high degree, actually, uh, compared to people who don't have that. Yeah. You can tell the difference right away for somebody who has some structure in their yeah. life <laughs> compared to like somebody who doesn't have any. And, it, and it's funny you say that, because I remember, I remember thinking to myself like a year after I graduated, I was like, yo, if I had actually gone to UT like I wanted to, I probably wouldn't have graduated in four years. Like I'd probably still be down in Austin on Sixth Street, like, yeah, you know, drunk off my ass. It's that military shit. side of it. That's yeah. one of the the pros of the military shit. That discipline yeah. aspect of it. You know exactly. So like, yeah, it's definitely definitely done some wonderful things for me. But um, but also you had great parents yeah. looking out for you. Obviously, <clears throat> yeah. A lot of people don't have that. So I mean, yeah, that's one of the things. Yeah, my my support structure was definitely there. It was real, real solid foundation and everything. Like my my mom's a, a 
like a PhD. Um, she's an educator or whatever. She um a principal at a, at a school out in California. Oh, um, my dad retired in in '09. Like I said, 22 years, and you know he's still working for the government now, like on a um like for the Department of Defense or whatever. But yeah, both, yeah, you know what I'm saying. Like both of my parents have. I mean, not to say that they were without their struggles, but they you know they did well and stuff. And then my little brother, um, well he graduated from Texas Tech earlier this year. Nice. You know what I'm saying? So like he's doing his thing. So I mean like it's cool and we were real fortunate to have the structure that we did, like, especially like oh, yeah. being compared to like some of my cousins or like some of my friends and stuff who <laughs> yeah. may not have had the same type of you know yeah, yeah, structure yeah. Or upbringing or whatever. Oh yeah, yeah. So you're uh, blessed. You're blessed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Let's talk about the music a little bit more, Word. man. Let's yeah. talk about some of the gigs. <clears throat> I've never seen you perform personally. How many times have you performed? A lot, a little bit. So what are some of the fun, the crazier gigs? Any stories that go with that? So I will say. All right, so prior to, well, okay, so I'll, I'll, I'll explain like this. When I came to El Paso, I moved to El Paso in actually four years ago last month, uh, like the end of November, so like last week, shit. All right. Um, and when I first got here, I was on a mission to like find the El Paso hip-hop scene, which I found out was like very fragmented and yeah. kind of still is. <laughs> but um, so like I was out and, you know, just trying to figure out stuff, and when – um. Mother of Pearl opened up the record shop. Oh, okay. When they opened up, I lived around there. Oh, cool. So, like, I was in there every day because the only other record store I knew at the time was the joint off of uh, Gateway. It was, like, Gateway East or something. Um, oh, by the mall. Yeah, all that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I was like, I was like, cool. Like, real tiny-ass uh, record shop. But, you know, shout-out to Eddie and all them because yeah. I was in there bothering them every fucking day. I mean, like, not on some, like, yo, I'm a rapper. But, like... You know, I just had an appreciation for music and everything. And, like, I had a budding record collection and shit at the time. So when they came around, they did their first uh, block party. Oh, okay. The minute that shit came up on my feed, I bugged the fuck out of Eddie. Like, I, I think I – I don't know if I had his number at the time, but, like, I was blowing his shit up. I was like, fam. Like, <laughs> like because I, I was working on a project called Clandestine at the time. And um, I had just finished what is my favorite song on it called uh, Call for Survival. So – like, I had this record, and I shot it to him. I was like, dude, like, yo, like, whatever I got to do for a slot. You know what I'm saying? And fortunately enough, he gave me a, sh- a slot and everything. And it was cool. Uh, Moon flew out and everything. DJ for me. It was real. Nice. It was real weird because, I mean, to be honest with you, that was really, like, my first show. Oh, so this is back in, yeah, this is back in September 2015. So that was that. And then, like, Jason, Jason Craig and I, shout out to Jason, we had been friends for a minute because <clears throat> I used to, like, I'm talking, like, I used to go out, like, five, six days a week drinking and shit. Uh, and I would always go wherever he was, you know, DJing and, and spinning and everything. So I remember, like, I told him, I was like, yo, I'm playing. He's like, what? You rap or whatever? Because, like, uh, that's how low-key I was about it. Like, I didn't tell people. So um, I remember he came out for the performance and shit, and he was like, oh, shit. He's like, like you're actually kind of – not playing. Yeah, he was like, he's like, you're actually nice with it. Like, that's that's cool. You know, so from there, he actually introduced me to, um, you know, the homie Jam. Shout out to Dream Chasers Club. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Thanks for the, this dope-ass pen. But, um, yeah, so, like, he introduced me to Jam. And it's funny meeting Jam because <laughs> anybody who knows Jam, like, your first, in, your first meeting or whatever, Jam's kind of like, fuck are you? You know what I'm saying? And, like, he low-key hit me with that. You know what I mean? And I was just like, uh, okay, you know. <laughs> but getting to know him, like, him and Jason have become, like, two of my closest friends out here, uh, especially in regards to, like, not even just music and creative stuff or whatever, like, just real good friends, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, so, say all that to say. Flat or fast forward, flash wow, fast forward to <laughs> the coffee getting to it. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> ah, <definitely. nah. laughs> so fast forward to last year. Um, I had done a I won't even call it a deployment. I I did a rotation and I was out in Guam for like 10 mm-hmm. months. And um I kept in contact 
with them and stuff while I was out there. And then when I came back, uh, before I came back, um, Jam was like, yo, I got these guys that I met that like, I really think you should fuck with. Like they're really tight. They make beats and everything. And it was the Swell Kids. And he sent me okay. um, some of their stuff. And I was like, oh, dope. Like they're, they're pretty dope or whatever. Like I like these dudes. I had met them once or twice. So when I came back, um, I was back like a week. Like, so I came back in November 4th, 2016. And like a week later, I'm at the DCC with Jam and them meeting them for the first time. And then we actually planned a show. Nice. So November 30th of last year, we played um, this joint that like we called uh, Dream Sessions at the time. So like we kept, it was like real. I was supposed to go to that shit, I think. Yeah. <laughs> I forgot what happened. <laughs> but it was, it was, it was D, like a real. D, D went to that Yeah, she did. Yeah, actually, uh, yeah. That's my roommate. It's the same, the same D, right? Yeah. yeah. Deanna Arroyo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, I love her. She's she was dope. supposed to be here, but oh, for real? Know. Damn! Shout out to she D. <laughs> no, she's dope. No, you, you know what? And, and even more so than just meeting her, or whatever. She actually did a um, write up on a Desert Heat. Yeah. For uh, Clan. Oh, she loves you, man. Yeah, like she's she's fucking that's, tight. That's how actually I uh, you came up on the radar with with uh, I friended her on Facebook. Yeah. yeah. And I think she posted up your video. Mm. Mm. This is yeah, so right after the dream sessions yeah. or something like that. So I saw your video and I was like, oh, this, this guy's dope. And then, <laughs> then all that started happening. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, like that was, yeah, that was real cool. Um, we did that show and everything. And I was real nervous. Like it was, a, it was a real cool setting and everything. I got to play the whole project front to back. And, and at the time, the, the news new or the only song I had from stuck in the nineties was uh, F-U-C-K. Oh, you okay. know? So like I, I did that as like the last track for it and everything it was real cool. So to actually answer your question, um, I've done like shit since then, like uh, eight or nine shows this year. Have all your shows been in El Paso? No, no. Where else have you performed? So at? everything has been in El Paso, with the exception of the show that we did during South by this year. Oh, okay. Um, How was that? How'd it was that dope. One since it's the only one. Not so in El Paso? like, so it was crazy. So I will say that was my favorite experience because like South by has such break it break it down for us. Yeah. So South Detail. by has such meaning for me, right? So now we about to go back in time again. So, <laughs> let's do it. Even though I grew up around there, I wasn't able to go. Like my yeah. parents, not that my parents were like controlling and shit, but like looking out for you. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. So like, I had never <laughs> been to a concert until I think who who I want to say like either like Avenged Sevenfold or oh, Chris shit. Brown was like one of the first concerts <laughs> I had been to, and both of them were like like <laughs> it's got an interesting <laughs> story. Yeah, I know right. Oh, so yeah, so I got an eclectic music taste because, like I said, I grew up for the longest time not listening to to hip hop music yeah, yeah. or like exclusively hip hop music or like searching for that kind of shit. So I was listening to a bunch of indie rock on my rock own from that era. You know what I'm saying? Like I love two thousands. Yeah, that was my shit. You know what I'm saying? Like nineties, two thousand shit. Um, that's what I love. So uh, yeah, I hadn't been to any concerts or anything, and I remember like the one thing I was I was willing to die to go to was when Pharrell. What was it? Pharrell Lupe. Or no, 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 no. NERD, Lupe, okay. and Kanye were on the Glow in the Dark tour. Yeah, I, yeah, I, I remember I that show. Dude, like, I was... Oh, was in Albuquerque? Shit. <clears throat> I was willing to die to go to that shit. Uh, yeah, I heard about that, that. One of these homies went there, but yeah. Yeah, because, like, there's three of my favorite groups of all time. You know what yeah, I'm saying? I'm a Pharrell fan. Yeah, like, like, dog. Kanye. Like, like, that's, like, that's a whole nother story. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. I ain't never yeah, been yeah. to anything, so... Back like to South by. So, the first thing that I'd been to ever... <clears throat> Was that no no no? So this is 2011 South by, so um, I want to say 2010, the end of 2010, I had gone to uh, back when Rock the Bells and Governor and Governor's Ball and stuff was still happening. Went to that in New York City or whatever. Oh, yeah. So and this is when I you know still three four years fresh into like really coming into studying hip hop and everything like that. That was one of the last 
tribe concerts oh, they ever did. Yeah, 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 yeah. My boy went to that show. Um, I'm still jealous. Yeah, so that's like, the written the origin of the rock and So that yeah. shit blew my fucking mind. Like getting to see them live and everything. Got to see Wu Tang for the first time and everything. Yeah, like yeah, Snoop, Lauren Hill. That was when Lauren Hill made her comeback and yeah. everything. It was super crazy and everything. So like that's what got me back in or like that's what got me into finally going to shows. Reinvigorated your shit. So that uh spring going to South by, I went with my boy Mikel. This is when Artistic Manifesto was really starting to pick up some uh pick up some speed and stuff. So <clears throat> we go out there and I got I'll say I got two or three stories. So we go to this show, and, and this is why South by means so much to me. So we go to this one show that he gets invited to through his network of um, wasn't really a high-profile show or anything. It was in the back of a uh, vintage clothing store. They had, like, a food truck in the back. They were selling, like, ice cream and beer or something. <laughs> <Nice>. <laughs> and, and they had, you know, a little makeshift stage there, and it was real chill. It wasn't super crowded or anything, but they had, like, these uh, these underground rappers, but, like, not not underground like atmosphere, but like a bit closer. Underground, like, yeah, super underground. Or so the acts that I remember seeing, where like I got introduced to, was this group from uh, L.A. called uh, or Tyrone Aomari, super dupe ass dudes. Anybody listen to this, please go check them out because uh, I've been fans ever since I saw them play. Spell it out though, because I ain't... it's uh, so it's Tyron, it's T I R O N, and like literally the word yeah. and Aomari A Y O M A R I. Check it out, guys. Yeah, they're dope-ass dudes. Um, and they're still kicking out, like, high-quality music, too. Nice. So I saw them. There's this dude from the DMV uh, who, who goes by the name of Phil Lade, another dope rapper who um, Mikel had gotten me into because, like, I knew nothing, for the most part, really about, like, newer East Coast rap and stuff like that. This is around the time, you know, like, uh, well, like, the cool kids were popping and um, acts like that. Yeah. So Phil Lade was real dope, and I remember wanting to see him and everything, and he brought – people from like his crew or generally from that area with him to the show and stuff. Right. And um at one point we were we were um watching and this white kid gets on stage <laughs> and like even yeah you know, even even Austin which is Turned still out to be like, Ryan. No, <laughs> no. <laughs> even even uh that'd be funny so even <laughs> even though it was like Austin where it's like, you know, mostly like white people, you know what I'm saying? But yeah. but at least a bit more liberal. Yeah. This time. white kid gets on stage and everything and everybody's kinda like, eh, okay, whatever. And all I, the, the one thing I do remember is, um, what was it? The Miss Jackson beat, Speak okay. of the Devil, right? And this dude starts rapping. And I watched people stop what they were doing and turn around and be like, yo, what the fuck? This dude's rapping his ass off and it was fucking logic. Holy like, oh, and this shit, is like bro. just after what the Young Sinatra, just after or just before the Young Sinatra yeah. tape had dropped. So like he was picking up steam and everything, but like he was Rapping his fucking yeah. ass. I mean, people were just like, "Yo, it's not fully the... white though." Yeah, exactly, right. <laughs> just, but it was like, yeah. At first glance, everybody, you know, just yeah, yeah. oh, this white kid, right? Yeah. So yeah, that was logic. But yeah, so I fucked yeah. with some logic. So it was crazy, and and I tell that story because like looking at Neon Desert this past year and seeing where he is now, yeah. and I'm like, I'm like, dog, like you know, Forbes thirty under thirty, you know, even though I don't quite love his last album and everything, like still yeah. he's doing it's amazing. He's you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And it was cool to like see. See him at that point when like he's at an unofficial <laughs> showcase during yeah. South by Southwest. People weren't gonna fuck with him, you know what I'm saying? And they're just like fucking him off the steeds. Shit. You know what I'm saying? Like it was real cool. That is dope. So like um, that happened, and then we actually ended up going to a uh, we got invited to a uh, Childish Gambino show, and it was like I think this was before Camp had come out, so he only had cul-de-sac under his belt, and we're we're there, and we got it, we got like let in before like the general pop- population did, like we thought we were special or some shit. <laughs> And uh, 
So there's two part two parts of the story. So like we're there before, and this was this is when Community had come out, and I was a huge Community fan. That's a show, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. I've seen it. Yeah, yeah. So like I loved that show Community's all up dope. until he left the show, and I stopped watching. What season was that? I only seen it, the first couple seasons. Yeah, it was like uh, season four or five or some. It was it was yeah. after the show had been on for a while. All right. But I was like, after he left the show, I was like, mm, whatever. Because <laughs> I've always been a Donald Glover fan, like even since way like back in YouTube. So we're we're at the show and everything, and Mikel was doing interviews for his site. And whenever he would interview artists, like he had like um these t-shirts with his lo- his logo at the time and stuff. So he would um <clears throat> excuse me at the end of the interviews he would give him a shirt. So um he was trying to he couldn't get an interview with Childish because they're setting up for the show. But he man he wanted to give him a shirt. He's like yo I ran I ran out of shirts. So at the time I'm wearing one of the shirts and I have a uh, like a hoodie <laughs> over it. And I was like yo. I was like, hold on. And I run into a fucking uh, porta potty and I take my shirt off and put my hoodie back on. And I was like, yo, just give him this one. And he gave Childish Gambino my sweaty ass, sweaty ass. <laughs> my sweaty, <laughs> funky ass shirt or whatever. But um, during Childish's set, which was super dope and everything, um, like he invites some dude out to come like freestyle with him. So like they're doing this dope ass freestyle session back and forth and stuff. And he's like, everybody give it up for Kendrick Lamar. And I was like, I don't know who oh, the fuck this shit, dude huh? is. I was like, I have no idea who this dude is, but he's fucking sick or whatever. And then like I'd finally, and then what I heard, uh, Section Eighty came out like shortly after that, and I was like, oh shit, like this is a homeboy from that thing, like this dude is tight, you know what I'm saying? Section Eighty's dope. So like that's why South by was so dope for me because the experience in Austin and everything is like the whole city turns out for it, and you don't know what you're gonna see, who you're gonna run yeah, into. Run you, into. Like, you can walk down the street, like we were Bump there, into, we were there this past yeah. year, like we ran into like Ace Hood on the street. Or some shit like you know what I'm saying like literally just casually walking yeah, down the street yeah, yeah, and shit. it's yeah, real yeah. cool uh like the year after that we had gone we ran into Danny Brown um like I run into like Thundercat and motherfuckers on the street like that it's real cool so that whole experience I was like dog like this is wild like even whether it's an official show or not the fact yeah. that I'm playing a show with South by Southwest attached oh, to yeah. it was like super cool so it was these uh the Mother of Pearl showcase that they put on out there um again shout out to Mother of Pearl uh, and Jason and I, like me, me, his girl, his, um, his youngest son, we all hop in the whip, <laughs> like in a rental or whatever. And we road trip down there. It was real cool and stuff. And just like the whole, the whole steez. Cause like that was, I think like the third, maybe the third show or something I had played and like, and I could tell people were starting to pay attention, which was really cool. So, I mean, like just that whole experience, man, like going out there and, and just, you know, doing my thing for people. Hell yeah, hell yeah, hell yeah. I'm going to interrupt you real quick. No, stop. I'm going to take a pee break. Listeners, I'll be right back. Yeah. And we're back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool, man. So when we, I took a little pee break. I might edit this out. I might not. <laughs> Fuck it, it depends. Leave that shit. I usually man. leave them in, but yeah, yeah. I've been trying to clean this shit up a little bit, make it's, it, it more, sound more sharp. Yeah, yeah. But uh, okay, the thing, next thing I want to talk about is, let's go ahead and talk about your projects, specifically... The most recent, I believe, would be Stuck in the Night. Right? Yes, sir. Yeah, is yeah. that an album or a mixtape? Uh, it's a mixtape, and I call it a mixtape for a couple of reasons. Because okay, that was my next question. <laughs> three, to, three to beats. Like, it's not... Okay, because I know that's been a conversation topic with a lot of people. Like, okay, everybody's doing, like, playlists and mixtapes and all it's this all shit. Semantics but they're shit. all fucking albums yeah. and everything. <laughs> like, no, like I call it a mixtape because not all of the beats are mine. Okay, so that's so, all... Yeah, that's... F-U-C-K, that is yeah, F-U-C-K is a, um, is a mind design beat. Um fucking keep your head up is honestly it's like a beat from this korean rapper that moon put me on uh and we found the instrumental to it you know and i wrote a record to it cool um and melancholy rose is an mf doom beat okay 
You know what I'm saying? So like for that reason, I didn't want to market it as an album. And yeah, that, even though I don't have that type of, uh, the, you know, those type of eyes on me just yet, I try and play it as safe as possible. Like, cause yeah, a lot of people have asked me, they're like, people are like, oh, are you going to put it on Spotify and shit like that? And I'm like, eh, eh. Not that it's like, I got to be careful. You know what I'm saying? Or I got to put like an abridged version of it yeah. on there because those records can't go on there. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Well, you're saying it now. So. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so no, yeah, that's why I call it a mixtape. I mean, we'll, in the original. We'll talk about, you know, obviously you spoke about those particular yeah. songs, but yeah, just going to, you know, some of the credits outside of those songs. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the whole process of making it work any kind of little studio type stories um yeah so i mean the whole thing was a it was really like a year and a half kind of thing because it started like the idea started for it after i dropped clandestine like so we're talking mid <sighs> there it goes Good one. uh we're talking about mid 2016 mid to late 2016 when the ideas first started like coming out and Moon and I were talking a lot about, because Clandestine, okay, so Clandestine is like a collection of records that I wrote, which is like mostly storytelling. So like very, very few of those records are actually about me. It's about like shit I've seen or people I knew and everything. And like, I just put them, you know what I'm saying, in a, in a presentable format, you know, like a song or whatever, or like a combination of different experiences. But he was like, yo, he's like, the next thing you need to do, he's like, you really need to start getting more personal. And like, that's where the relatable nature of music comes yeah. from when you start talking about you. And I was like, like real deal. I was like, I don't know if people are going to fuck with it just because like, I'm like, I don't know if I, if I thought I was boring or something like that, or I wouldn't be able to eloquently speak about myself. Cause I think that was one of my struggles when I was a kid. And I think it's a struggle like period being an artist of any type is like to be understood. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So like, I might be saying this, but I had to come to the, to the realization that people are going to feel it. However they feel it. Yeah. doesn't mean that they might, you know, they might like it, they might not. But like, if I say, oh, like this is a song about being sad or, or about being happy or whatever, but it makes somebody think about something that make, make them sad or something, you know, it sparks something. The, the point is the connection, yeah. you know what I'm saying? So that's what we were talking about. And originally we were going to do it off of, you know, a whole bunch of vintage 90s beats and everything. And we didn't have a name for it or anything. We are just going to be on some real mixtape shit. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, like real comprehensive shit. I was going to get somebody either Moon or somebody else to like host it and like mix the whole thing together. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like one comprehensive listen. But um, it evolved that way over time to, to something else. But uh, so I'll say like the other producers that we had on there are, um, you know, like I said, Moon did the overwhelming amount of them. Tyler Righteous did my joint, um, What It Is, Tribe Called Quest sample. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> one of my favorite records. And uh, Tyler, who is actually, shout who's, out to Tyler, because he- yeah, who's that? So Tyler is responsible for every song anyone's heard from me. Like anything that you can find on my SoundCloud or anything like that, he's responsible for all that because he also is an uh, audio engineer. Nice. So um, Mikkel introduced us because he and Mikkel went to school together, uh, like high school together or whatever. And he was like, yeah, my boy Tyler, he's nice with this, whatever. Tyler, who's also a producer, who's also an MC himself or whatever, the guy is super talented. Like he actually sent me a beat today. That, oh, for real? Dog, like. <laughs> can't wait till I hear this shit. You know what I'm saying? But no, so Tyler's the man. And and funny story about that song is I had that beat and I for like stuff is so fluid with Moon and I, whether we're in the same room or not. So like I'll shoot him shit all the time. Like I'll be like, you know, record a couple of bars or or write a couple of bars or something like that. Or just we're sending song links back and forth, like classic shit, new shit, whatever, whatever. We're constantly talking about music and like studying it and figuring out ways to like do this thing. Yeah. So I had sat on most of the beats that Tyler had sent me for some reason. 
And this one in particular, after we had come up, okay, this is going to be stuck in the 90s. This is what we're going for, blah, 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 blah. And, like, one day at random, like, five months ago, um, I sent him the beat. And he was like, where the fuck did this come from? I was like, I mean, like, because I, so I had this thing in my head where I was like, okay, I'm going to do this mixtape, which is going to generate some buzz, and then I'm going to hit him with an album. I don't know why the fuck I was thinking that, because, like, I was really doing, and what he said, he's like, why are you saving songs? Like, fuck you, like. He's like, this is a dope ass song. Put it on this project and everything. He's yeah. like, and this song fits what we're going for. He's like, what the fuck are you doing? He's like, this is the, everything about this song is '90s. He's like, why the fuck aren't you putting it on here? He's like, you're lame as fuck for that. You know what I'm saying? So I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. You know. So we we end up, um, you know, I finished it and everything, and recorded it, and you know, super dope. One of my favorite records. Um, but yeah, we had Tyler Righteous on there. Uh, he produced that. We had, um, damn. Yeah, it's getting it's getting bigger. No, yeah. So uh, <laughs> so Tyler Righteous, uh, what it is? We had um, my boy uh, Jay Humble. Shout out to Jay Humble because he's actually one of Moon's mentors. So it's really funny how he and I met uh, because Moon was just like, yeah, this is just my OG. And and what's funny is like, I've never met Jay. Like I, to be honest, I never been. I haven't met Tyler yet. <laughs> but I've never met Jay and everything. I didn't know what Jay looked like because I have Jay on social media, like on his Instagram and Facebook and stuff. But like he has a, like a newborn. So like most of his photos are of his kid or like his kid and his wife and stuff. I never knew what Jay looked like until I dropped the mixtape and I was asking like, um, you know, I reached out to you know some of the producers and stuff and just some of my creative friends in general. I was like, yo, you do a little quick snippet or whatever that I put on my IG story. <laughs> and Jay sends me his. And I was like. Oh shit! He's an albino. Yo, no, 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 no! And shout out to Jay. Shout out to Jay. And 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 Jay, if you hear this, understand that like Moon never told me much about you, dog, other than the fact that you made beats. So like Jay is, where is Jay from? He's like he's like from. I'm a fucking parts mistake. unknown. Like no, 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 a fucking no, wrestler no. and shit. But, but like, but like he's this white dude, right? All right. And 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 like, I don't know, man. I don't know why it's so funny to me, but like. But but Jay, if you listen, so Jay produced uh, War Games and he produced Back Home. Yeah. So like he he is very much like whenever I, I ask Jay for beats, I know exactly what I'm gonna get. Like a lot of his stuff is reminiscent of like I think Rhyme Sayers when I hear his beats. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Uh, a lot of idea, a lot of atmosphere. You know, uh, Ant produced shit. You know what I'm saying? Like Brother Ali and everything. Group uh, groups and acts that I'm huge fans of. Yeah. Okay. And I was like, and like I love the vibe and everything, like kind of what it evokes in me and everything. So I was like, dog, these are dope. So, anyways, like, yeah, it's just you know, Jay's just this white dude with this with this like you know salt and pepper beard or whatever, and he's like real straight laced. So you wouldn't see hip hop producer in him, you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know, I love it, man. Like, like shout out to Jay. Jay's been real cool and like he's fucked with me heavy. That's why too. his name is Jay Humble. Man. Yeah, exactly, right? You know what I'm saying? So, no, no, no. Unassuming and shit. You know exactly. No, so shout out to Jay. Uh, so yeah, and then outside of that, um, the homie Zoe, Zoe High. So Zoe, another person who I've never met, but I linked to him on a, or linked with him on SoundCloud. I don't know how I came across his beats, but I mean like, like just real dope ass beats. He did a Go in Peace, and y'all are about to hear like way more shit produced by him because like now he has my phone number and shit. And at least right. like three times a week, this dude is flooding my inbox with like just new beats. He's like, "Yo, check this out," and it's, and it's cool though because like it's new for me because there was a point in time where I was struggling not being able to find anybody to like give me beats willingly. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Um, and then there's also, it's kind of tight now 
on the reverse end where I'm like, that's not an issue anymore. You know what I'm saying? It's like people respect the the hustle and, and yeah. the skills and stuff oh, like yeah. that. And they're just like, yo, I want you on my shit. And I'm like, that's it's a cool feeling. So uh, I remember Zoe, he had the going piece beat was on his page. And I was like, this shit is tight. Like, hella dope. You know what I'm saying? And, and the funny thing about Zoe, he's from the Netherlands. Oh, shit. So right. he speaks like, he's a Serbian dude from the Netherlands. <laughs> I don't know what he looks like. He's shout another Zo. <laughs> yeah, shout out to Zo. He he um he's another dude with you know a real young kid and everything. So most of the pictures even on his stuff are of his kid and his wife and everything. So I'm like I don't even know what he looks like for real. <laughs> um, but he's real, this real real dope. Power producer. of the internet, man. Yeah, it, you know, and it's crazy. Like and I, and I really love that shit. But uh, yeah, he he did go in peace, and then coincidentally the going the version of go in peace that's on uh like Spotify right now is by this other producer, a French guy, who I linked through on SoundCloud. Or linked linked up with on SoundCloud called um I really don't even know how to say it it's like to- Tohaj or something like that T O H A J yeah I, I don't even close enough I don't know how to produce it or how to pronounce it uh, properly but like he's another dude super tight and I hadn't even reached out to him I was just listening to his shit and I had this I had a couple of beats that I really really liked and then one of them out of the blue he took them down so I was like I just messaged him I was like dog what'd you do with this beat it's super dope he's like oh I wasn't really feeling it all that much you want it I was oh, like shit. yes motherfucker like, <laughs> Absolutely, give me that shit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that real quick. So you know that's why I have two versions of Going Peace or whatever, simply because like both of those beats are tight and they gave they give that song two different feels. Um, but yeah, so I mean, like surprisingly enough, none of these records were done with the producers in the room, which is funny considering the fact that like meeting the Swell Kids and a lot of these Soulful by Nature dudes, that's the most in the same room collaboration I've done since like I was in a rap group. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, like, it's it's very weird. But, again, thanks to technology, thanks to all the social media, Pretty thanks awesome. to FaceTime and all that shit, we could sit down and, like, conference call for some shit and be like, this is what I'm thinking, this is what you're thinking, blah, 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 blah. And even taking it even back farther, shout out to Brandon, the dude who produced the entirety of Clandestine. It was the same thing with him. We would sit on the phone and we would just be like, yo, and I, I would be like, yo, I have this whole record. Let me, I'll, I'm going to send you just the vocals for it or whatever, and here's the vibe I have. I want you to fill in the rest of the blanks. Like, just do what you do as a producer. You know what I'm saying? Because, like, that guy, he's on another level, though. He's he's a multi-instrumentalist or whatever. He uses, he's like, the real deal. He can sample, but he uses minimal samples because he can play so many of the yeah. damn instruments. Or he knows so many musicians that he could sample to do. You know what I'm saying? Well, he can be real recreate cool. the fucking, yeah. the actual, it's sampling, but it's like, he's yeah. recreating it with the fucking instruments. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? And it's, yeah, Dr. he's super, super talented dude. Like, shout out to Brandon, like, in especially for him really getting, like, my confidence back way back. Like, this is back in, like, 2014 when I was, like, down on myself and all this other weird shit. Um, <laughs> but, like, props to him for having, like, faith in me. And he's like, he's like I love what you're doing. Because I, in 2014, I released this record called um, Riot over a Mad Villain beat. Um, the, the original song is called Raid from Mad Villainy. Um, and I just loved it. And I remember I found an instrumental to it. So I wrote this song and everything. And that was... Just after, it was like a year after I changed my name to the Fifth Estate. Mm-hmm. And that was the only record I had to my name at the time. What's that name about, dog? Actually, before you oh. answer that, what the, are you good on time? Brain? Oh, yeah, good. Chupacabras? Can you pull up the on my page? Facebook question. Okay. Because yeah, after, yeah, after we talk about where you got the name from, we're going to go into that shit. Yeah, so the name, um, and, I, and I promised myself that I would get better at explaining this. So it's essentially uh, other people for the people. Right. And I know this sounds, in, in some light, that might sound real cliche, but it's like, there's a whole social construct to it coming back to like the class system. So the first, the first, second, and third estate is the nobility, the clergy, 
and the common man. Okay. Um, and, and we're talking like, you know, like back in the day. So um, that's like the, the foundation. We're talking proletariat, bourgeoisie type, class division type shit, the haves and the have nots. Yeah. So fast forward, a, common, a, a more modern construct being the fourth estate, uh, which is like CNN, Fox News, everything that Trump is and everything like that. You know what I'm saying? Like fake news and all that <laughs> shit. You know, like, like tools to control the, the media. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like telling, you know, twisting stories the way that we twist them or whatever the fuck. Propaganda. So, yeah. <clears throat> and then the fifth estate emerged as a pretty much a, a, a counter to that, which is like kind of the same thing, but it's a voice of the people. It's more of the raw truth and everything. So if you think about the movie, which I didn't know existed at the time. Um, <laughs> or actually, the movie hadn't come out just yet. The movie came out like a year after I changed my name. All right. But um, like you said, the counter. To that yeah, show. yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, counter yeah. to that. So that's why in a lot of my records or like even like my website, shameless plug, www.com, fifthfromthethird.com. Uh, www.com. Wow. I fucked that up. <laughs> yeah, go to my website. Yeah, but it's fifthfromthethird.com. Uh, F-I-F. F I F T H from the third. So um, that's why I say that in my rhymes, like fifth from the third, it's like the fifth estate speaking on behalf of the common man. Um, so yeah, like that's where the name came from. And I thought it was dope. Like I was reading, I was reading something for a class I didn't want to study for in, in school. And they said something <laughs> about the fourth estate and literally my whole shit was like, Oh, that sounds cool. I don't know what it means, but it sounds cool. And then I went and looked it up and I was like, Oh, that's tight. Boom, that's my new name. You know what I'm saying? Like, that, that was a whole thought process behind it. Damn. Hell yeah, hell yeah. Well, now we know. Yes, sir. Let's, go, let's go to those, those Facebook questions, man. We got like, what? We have three, right? We have three of them. Let's see. <laughs> you're you're going to read them. Yeah, go for it. Uh, the brain's going to read them. Uh, Red by the so, brain. Read the, the who's uh, actually asking it and then go into asking it. That's the, another homie that I got through uh, Twitter here, Jay. Jay Wendell, I don't know if his last name. What's that? Wendell, yeah. Jam's boy, right? Um, yeah, yeah. I, I don't know him personally, but we, we uh, got the Twitter thing going here. But uh, <laughs> he says, is it corny for cam and mace to revive a 20-year-old beef? These dudes are in their 40s and they're still squawking over petty shit, especially when cam won this years ago. This will be like Eminem still ragging on his mom on his new album. I don't know. Is it a bad look or what is it? Any thoughts on that? What's, what's your My, take on that? The Sith. So I'm not even going to front, man. I didn't even know Cam and Mace had beef way back in the day. I did. Neither I did I, because that's just not on my radar at all. Yeah. I'm surprised it's on Jay's. Uh, <laughs> but, you know, whatever. Because, well, it's, it's not a diss. It's just that's not my... I don't really fuck with Dipset, to be honest. I like yeah, yeah. Cam, like some of his old uh -huh. solo shit. Uh, you know, Mace, a little bit of bad boy shit. But, you know, I was always a little bit anti-bad boy just because it was against the grain for me. Yeah. That was the the opposite of the fucking grimy shit. Mm -hmm. But says the guy who posted a New Kids on the Block link earlier. Because uh, <laughs> I, I fuck with some New Kids on the Block. Shout Mark Mark. My point is... <laughs> yeah, no, I don't fuck with Mark Mark. Fuck Mark Mark. No. But, um, no, nah, it's not on my radar at all. Yeah. But I heard bits and pieces of the Maze track. It was pretty hard-hitting. Uh, you know, it's, it's, it's a lot of this shit's uh, for attention. It's a marketing thing. Yeah, um, you know, yeah, it, it it's a bad look in my opinion, but it's a good look because I think still there's still a huge percentage of the of society that will buy into it and listen, oh, yeah. and they, it makes them relevant again. And you know, these for all I know, Mace's I'm sure is still rich as fuck. Exactly, and, yeah. exactly. So, and but I'm not gonna waste time. You know, the whole thing caught me off guard just because I remember I was sitting in the fucking barber shop and like I was scrolling through Twitter last or was it last week or some shit like that. And like everybody on Twitter is talking, about, yeah. oh Mace, da 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 da, and I was like, huh? 
Like I thought yeah. Mace was saved. Like I thought, <laughs> yeah, I thought he exactly. wasn't doing this shit. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. And then I, I text Jason. I was like, Yo, I was like, What is what is Twitter talking about? And he hit me up. He's like, He's like, Yo, it's actually. He's like, He's like, You need to listen to this shit. It's a cool song though. Yeah, he, he, he was like, hard on He was like, He was like, This shit, this shit went in. He's like, he you went, need, he you went need to in. Yeah, he did, he did. But it was like, I guess. And he was like, But the the reason why I didn't care much, like I went and listened to it, and I was like, Okay, for for what it is, I was like, Yeah, this is dope. But I was like, I ain't read much much into it because one, I didn't know the beef. Two, there were so many things said in the song that I wouldn't get anyway. Yeah, only you know, like, yeah, exactly. So I'm just like, oh, this is that blah, blah, blah. That happened back in 02. And so, like, nah, dog, I wouldn't know. <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, so exactly. I was like, it was what it was. It's a good oh, question, though. So so overall, I'll say uh, probably not necessary. And like the internet, it'll get swept under the rug if it's not already. Question two. Question two. All right. And after uh, questions, so I'm taking another. Alexis. <laughs> the, the seal is broken. <laughs> All right, um, Alexis Soap. We're gonna make it short. Soap, Alexis Soap. Uh, what inspired him to do his latest "Stuck in the '90s" project? I think we already went over that. So we kind of talked about that a little bit, but, but, but I will. I will on. say this yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, because that's my girlfriend. Oh, okay. Um, yeah. So oh, okay. shout out to you, baby, because you managed to call call me right as we ask about you, or your question comes that up. That's some crazy. Yeah, I saw. I heard that. Yeah, on yeah. The, like, on the smartwatch, right? Yeah. An huh? Apple Watch? Yeah, you didn't yeah, hear yeah. that little jingle jingle? Yeah, yeah. Like it was the that's, uh, that's weird. The the Empire. I mean, sorry. The it was it was actually the the tune the the tone from a uh, Star Wars. It was Darth Vader's fucking music? Oh, he shit. Ha- oh. He has that set up for his girl when she calls. Huh? <laughs> I heard it. Don't lie. No, nah, I'm just joking. No, no, no. Um, nah, nah, speaking of speaking of Marky Mark, they do that shit on on, on Ted, dog. You don't. Know oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I know what you're talking <laughs> about. Yeah. Dog Ted. Oh my god. But yeah, I mean, yeah, you're right. We, nah, we kind of did talk about that already. Um, but shout out to you, baby, love you. Okay, all right. <laughs> oh, this is the good question. <laughs> oh yeah, this is the. This I'm, way it gets I'm, gonna real. My, I'm gonna try to hold my piss. Yeah, sure. hold it, man, because this. Uh, Len, Len Perez is asking. You see, I can pronounce the the, Len, the, the, the Mexican yeah, last name. I can pronounce the R's. Len Perez. Um, ask him where am Shout I getting? Oh, okay, he says. Uh, ask him where am I getting my shirt already that I paid for. <laughs> Yo, where's the shirt at, man? Where's the shirt Yo. at, dog? <laughs> all right, all right. So Lenny, straight up. Straight up, I told you this, and it still stands true. When I print the next, the next batch of shirts, next batch. the first one is coming to you. Okay, <laughs> you know this. Hey, just his credit, he put a smiley face on it. No, yeah. so, question, so put a smiley face. the funny part about it. Shout out to Lenny for real. Um, Don't you have a show there to come? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, shout <laughs> out to Lenny. Shout out to Prickly <laughs> Elder. December 9th, Midnight Marauders. That's uh, the owner of Prickly Elder. Yeah, yeah. Lenny's the owner of Prickly Elder. Hella dope. Very, very. Very open and receptive to to the local scene and everything. Does oh, a yeah. lot for us and everything. I'm gonna let you keep speaking. On yeah. It. No, but shout out to Lenny for really for everything that he's done for for me for the homies and everything. Uh, shit, man. But yeah, uh, show December 9th. Uh, we got me, Jason Craig, One Man Jazz, Irie Lee, um, E Money, E Money Beef. All right, E Money Beast from the Northeast. God damn. E-Money. Yo, E Money. Uh, shout out to that dude because um, Southwest Chopper is my shit. Like, like dead ass. Like, I fuck with that dude off the strength of that song. I love that shit. If you haven't heard it, go listen to it. Okay. Um, and Lavelle Jones. E-Money? E-Money, yeah. It's like, I think I heard it. yeah, it's E, E dollar sign, uh, B-F-N-E, a beast from the Northeast or whatever. Okay. I think that's real cool. Um, and then Lavelle Jones from the Rare Individuals. Uh, all super dope guys um, coming through. It's going to be a 90s theme party. Hella dope. Shout out to Lenny. I'm going to give you your fucking shirt, dog. I promise. Uh, no, because Lenny. All right. So the backstory to that is 
when I first got the shirts and everything, and I was trying to sell them and everything, I had, you know, X numbers of extra large joints. And I remember he came to me, he's like, yo, let me cop one. And he had the money. I was like, damn, dog. No, so, so like, he was like, he was like, yo, let me get one. And I was like, dog, I just ran out of them or whatever. Okay. So I was like, when I do the next pressing, I'll come holler at you, bam, we can make it happen. He's like, no, no, no. So he gave me the money and he was just like, just hit me. And it, I'm not going to front. It's been like seven months. No, 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 not seven, like five, maybe like five or something like that. But it's been a minute. I'm going to get you your shirt, dog. I promise. I haven't forgot. I can't forget if I want to. Uh, so yeah, that's that. <laughs> He's the owner of that, that prickly elder spot. I like I like that place. Been there maybe once or twice. Yeah. It's pretty chill vibe. Oh, Prickly's real dope because yeah, I mean like it's it's real homely. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like it's small. It looks like someone's house. Yeah, exactly. No, it's cool. Yeah, it's cool and it's it's real. I always feel comfortable. I like when I'm comfortable with Exactly. I, I mean, and, and when we when we do events, like when, when events go on there, um, I mean like shit, we get Shit gets packed out and we there shoulder to shoulder. But like, if it's dope music and it's good vibes and it's good people. Are we talking about Prickly still? Yeah, yeah, yeah we're talking oh, about Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's my spot. That's my favorite bar. Like, and I love that. That's and, my favorite bar. And honestly, there. like, especially when it comes to hip hop, because I remember, like, uh, I think one of the last times, like, Brother Ali was out here when, oh, yeah. uh, damn, what's that joint downtown where, like, they used to do those shows? Um, Sector 7? Yeah, Sector 7. Thank you. That was, uh, yeah, my boy Tito, of course, together with York and Joe Nava. I was running the bar. I was bartending that day as well. Oh, that's yeah, yeah. Oh, and shout out to Joe too, because Joe let Joe let me put on a show at a club here. I love you. All right, all right. Uh, a minute ago and everything, and, and then him, uh, me, and, and shout out to Tuzani. That's who put on the Tuzani? show. Yeah, yeah. Yo, actually, yeah. Shout out to Tuzani too, because like a, there are a lot of dope shows about music that I really, really fuck with that they put on. Oh, so like, okay. but but uh, what I was gonna say is like uh, when Brother Ali came out here and stuff, and the way it was set up in there, you know, like it's a stage and everything, but it's still. Like you can still reach out and touch yeah, somebody, super you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And I love that shit, especially like looking at old old videos of like, uh, what? There's there's one I can think of. I can't remember the record store, but it's Slug and uh, Idea, mm-hmm. uh, in a record store just going back and forth. Where? I mean, out there? No, no, it, no. It's like on it was like, it's like on YouTube. Okay, um, but like, was it there in their city or? Yeah, probably. Um, okay. but just like that that general feeling yeah, of like. Yeah. Like yeah, we're a little elevated, so you can see us. Is it a scribble like, jam joint or no? No, no, it wasn't scribble okay. jam. I, like I said, I think they were just in in the in a record store. Shit. Okay. Um, you know, just kicking rhymes in there. Actually, yeah. no, 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 no. I'm sorry. I don't think it was slug and idea. I think it it was Aesop, Aesop Rock, and um, shit. One of these yeah. rhymes there, Def Chuck. Yeah, one of one of the dope <laughs> dope homies and everything. You know what I'm saying? Like, and I love that. You know what I'm saying? So like this that show intimacy, at, yeah. Yeah. So the show at Prickly is is not. Like there's there's no air at least coming from me there's no air there's no ego none of that shit it's gonna be dope ass music real great performances and we're gonna be personal with it you know what when I'm saying? when did that show come did you guys talk about your yeah, show yeah okay. yeah so, so again the show is on December 9th okay prickly elder tickets are three bucks I'll, I'll make it a point to drop it drop this shit before that. no doubt yeah I got plenty of time that's what it is cool man shit well uh, before we we're getting we got some good time okay but I do want to talk about a couple of things just outside of your shit this is more current eventy type shit just getting your opinion right. Uh, I really don't get into it because everybody does current events on yeah, this yeah, podcast. Yeah, yeah. But you got this Grammys talk. So you had there's a couple different topics related to that. Yeah, one of them being, I guess it's the first time it's dominated by mostly black, all black. I don't know. Well, at least the R and B and the hip hop shit yeah. is mm-hmm. like it's dominating the shit, yeah. which is cool. But the one, the part that I want to talk about is, uh, I guess. Uh, Q-tip was upset. Yeah. Oh, about, about tribe getting snubbed. Yeah, 
Any thoughts on that? Um, yeah, I think I think that was that was a bad move or whatever. I don't I don't know, man. Like like music is so weird because I mean that album was dope. Like yeah. that album was super dope. You know what I'm saying? And, and recipes to fight dog. Um, because like in quick caveat, Fife's passing fucked me up, man. Yeah. Like and that was oh, weird. Yeah. That was weird for me because like of of the musicians that have died since I've been like really really paying attention to music. That was probably the first one that really like hit me like in the soul yeah, just because yeah, of like yeah. how Same directly here. it had affected me. Oh yeah. Um so yeah, like I, I I feel like in light of all this shit, we're like, okay, tight, like, you know, black artists or, or hip hop artists are are dominating right now with the Grammys and everything. I feel like it's gonna lull people into a sense of security. The Grammys have sucked at this since the beginning of time. Well here's that's my point. So let me ask you more specifically. Should I never diss the gods online, man. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. I never get on there, oh, cannabis and there's no booger, this, this, and that, or yeah. so-and-so. Yeah. I fucking hate people that do that because, you know, the internet, good thing about the internet, everybody's got a voice. The bad thing about the internet, everybody's got a voice. Exactly. So I, I think that's the fucking most pussy shit in the world. Yeah. And people do that shit, especially the fucking gods. I, and I agree with some of it. like, oh, hey, being a little whack, but I'm not going to get on there and type yeah, away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? But this is a podcast. Yeah, yeah. So we're going to talk about it. Yeah. Uh, it's like, why the fuck do you give a fuck what the Grammys are doing? Exactly. Now, one aspect of it, I will say this, like with uh, the Oscars and even the Grammys, it can impact your pay. Yeah. What you can demand. Your exposure hey, I, stuff, got, yeah. I got an Oscar. I, I need this much money for yeah, this fucking next role. Exactly. I get that aspect. If you're saying that, cool. You know, keep it real. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I need, I need, I'm trying to get this award so I can get this money. I'm trying to get another but, check. Yeah, yeah. But if it's not anything outside of that, why bitch about somebody some some institution that was that that's that's the man for what exactly Who exactly gives a fuck what the Grammys are doing exactly like, like the, the whole the whole Grammys Who community cares? Is, is, the whole Grammys community is probably embodied as the same people that Tip and Fife were talking about way back exactly. in the day exactly don't even get me started so I mean I mean like word like, I understand who gives a fuck there what the Grammys there are definitely some albums that shouldn't have been snubbed but first off like like we said the Grammys have been getting this wrong forever yeah. what a lot of people don't realize is a number of these these Categories and shit aren't even being televised. Yeah, you know true. what I'm saying. They're not yeah. even gonna be on TV. Yeah, yeah. And that then show runs for really years. outside of that. So like, pro tip for anybody who's like really into studying music, and this is something I got put on. Shout out to DJ Booth. Um, there's this dude out there. I think I think he's Jewish. I hope he's Jewish. So I'm not saying this out of turn. But this is Yahoo. This old <laughs> Jewish dude, uh, Bob. <laughs> Bob. It's like Bob uh, Left Sets or Left Lefts or something. It's L-E-F-T-S-Z or some shit like that. The dude, he he just writes and he, he has like this newsletter. It's a free, free newsletter that you can sign up for. And he's he's actually like an authority in the music industry and everything. Okay. And like he's he's just this old dude who just knows and knows studies music. Shit. And he actually knows a lot about like hip hop from the music industry standpoint. Mm-hmm. And one of the things that he wrote about in one of the emails, because he sent this dude sends out probably like 12 emails a week. I don't read them all. I can't honor the time. Man. But the ones I do read are full of like like real like real gems and stuff. And one of the things that he said, now he was like, "Yeah, you know, everybody's up in arms again about the Grammys, like we are every year. Every year we do this shit. You know what I'm saying? And, this, and that's why I said like people are gonna get lulled into false insecurity this year because like, oh, like it's looking up, like real hip hop's in there and everything. Like, chill, man. Either way, it's, why? Exactly. For one, hip hop is like the origins of hip hop <laughs> exactly. is anti, anti that, that shit. shit. <laughs> Fucking Q-tip. I'm not again not dissing the gods, but yeah. You know, I was naive back in the day because when I fell in love with hip hop, you know, granted there was my guilty pleasures, yeah, yeah but yeah. the little new kids and like I said earlier, yeah. But I lived, I was like, 
fuck these R&B dudes. Not like fuck them, but fuck <laughs> yeah, them because yeah, yeah. they said rap is not pop. If you call it that, then stop. Yeah. Or I could be the man if I call Yank the plug on R&B and I can't and that's bug, bugging yep. out, bugging out. You know what I'm saying? Yep. Like You're all talking against this and then, you know, fast forward some years later, you're with, you know, Janet Jackson and shit. Mm-hmm. So it's like, why do we give a fuck about the Grammys? Exactly. I'm not dissing Q, that's the God. And rest in peace, I, that shit hit me mad hard. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, I shut some tears to that shit. But, like, the, who the fuck is that? If any, now, <laughs> now, if it's a money shit, say it. Yeah, yeah. If it's, if it's about the money. Because they said that the, with, the, with the Oscars, it was, mm-hmm. you know, black uh, actresses, actors. Yeah. But just say it. You're not saying that. You're making it sound like it's some artist shit. Like, like and to be honest, like, Tribe doesn't need a Grammy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're, well, you're, I think, uh, why do you care? <laughs> I think um, what, what uh, Tip was talking about, because, Remember last year they closed the show. Yeah, this is about when well, yeah, he feels dissed. Yeah, so so you're gonna ask me to perform at the end of your show, and I'm not even gonna get nominated. Okay. So I think that's kind of part of his. Beef. I'll, I'll take it a step further. Then go ahead, man. And I bad. think at the same time though, as they getting older, I think this artist Q-Tip specifically, he sees it as an as an accolade. Like I, I deserve a Grammy by now. This that's that. what I was about to say. And fuck so, accolades. So, yeah, but but you know, but they're getting older. So yeah. when they were younger, they didn't give yeah, a fuck. But now they can't. They want to kind of have that trophy. You it's know what I mean? Pussy though. Yeah, like, well, but, accolades don't mean shit. There's, they're just they don't mean anything. Yeah, right, that's they, the ego. That's, that's, that's the human ego. It, that's what it is. I think, and that's what it is. That's the human ego, which just makes sense. Like athletes, you know, people ask, why would a fucking superstar athlete do yeah. this? A football star. Mm-hmm. Well, he's a fucking jock, man. That's yeah, like, yeah. He's always been that guy. He's still that guy. He's hella ego. Yeah. It's same thing with these artists. Like yeah. a lot of them. You know what I'm saying? Not all of them. They they preach that humility shit, mm-hmm. but it's bullshit. You know what I'm saying? I mean, like, so and, fuck accolades is my point. And what I will say, like, I'll say this and kind of like the same way you put it, like the utmost respect, the utmost respect or whatever. But dude. like before 44, like, it was a dope album and everything, but like the amount of. Praiser. The amount of shine, not not shine. The amount of praise and like accolades that people are trying to throw at it and everything is just it's it's. Mm, I, I it's think like overdone. I think so because I mean like like heard, look, yeah. Jay Z is a solidified oh, giant yeah. in music. Uh, period. What that album's like, you know what I'm saying? Like the album's Society, the album's tight man. or whatever, and like and like it was very well put together. Oh, you haven't? No. Oh man. No. I mean like 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 no ID did his thing. So like the production is. Yeah. Production's dope, you know what oh, I'm saying? There's no ID doing no ID. No, I'm about it, to speak about something. Go ahead. Oh shit, though. okay. Do you think it's album of the year? Or do you want it? Do you want him to win? No. The I don't fuck with fucking Jesus that much. No. He's he's the god. But I'm gonna speak on some shit. This is like a fucking nerd. This is like okay. hip hop nerd All right, shit. Let's go, bro. Let's go. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. You had Nas have like when KRS already already made an album called Blueprint. Yeah. yeah. That was one of the discs because KRS had an album called Blueprint. Uh-huh. This fucker, No ID, is one of his producers. No ID has an album called The Black Album. Oh, for real? <laughs> he raps too, and he got yeah, the I, whole. I didn't know ID spit, but I didn't know he. Doug Infinite's on there. Mm-hmm. Doug Infinite, you know, with of uh, Common Sense fame because No yeah, ID yeah, produced yeah. for yeah, Common. Yeah, yeah. He has a, the, an album called The Black Album, and then oh. Jay Z comes out with an album called The Black Album. Oh. This guy's producing for you, dog. Wow. Yeah, just buy this title? Yeah, yeah, for real. But no idea already made an album called The Black Album. Yeah. That's, oh, wow. <laughs> That's some hip-hop nerd <laughs> shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I got the No ID album, dog. I have it. It's dope. Yeah. It's got like about four really good songs and it. All, the whole thing's dope. But get that shit. No, It's called something else, like The Black Album, something, something else. Yeah, yeah. But it's still called The Black Album. That's interesting. It's like it's pretty much just uh, No ID and uh-huh. Doug Infinite rapping. Well, maybe maybe it was one of those and things. And comments on one song. Maybe it was one of those things that was just fed to him. 
You know what I'm saying? My like, point is. No, no, I, I get exactly what you're saying, though. No, I absolutely get what you're saying. Not dizzy, it's just like, oh, no, but it's like it's interesting commentary. It's like, mm, mm. you know what I'm saying? Mm, noted. But uh, yeah, you know, it's, it's societal. Everybody wants to be cool. Oh, that's the cool thing? I want to be. Yeah. I'm going to pre- pretend to be down with that shit. Like, yeah. You know what I'm saying? But that's, 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 that's a topic that can just go on. Yeah, that's, you know, you're not going to escape that. <laughs> no, that's just no. something that's just is. Yeah. But yeah, I just wanted your thoughts on that shit. Q-tip. I could talk to him. It's like, who gives a fuck, man? You're the you're the dark. You're acting like a like a jock right now. <laughs> he looked at he was partying. He had the music playing in the background. He was in that zone. He, he's like, yo, set. I'm gonna set this phone up. Yeah. Now I'm not saying it doesn't. Those thoughts don't creep in. Yeah. But to speak on it. Yeah. Because I mean, it's I mean, like no, absolutely. Like yeah. oh shit, somebody fucking. I feel like this motherfucker's dissing me. Disrespect me right now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But then I, I have the choice of to, to react yeah, to that. Exactly, because it, cause it's one like, thing it's one thing to be like to an extent slight it, and it's another thing to give it to validate it. Exactly, and to give yeah, it, give it credibility. You know what I'm saying? It's like, it's like, yes. So it's, it's like if you if you're gonna give anything power, why are you gonna give that power? It's it speaks on you. It kind of speaks negatively to you. Yeah, because like, these are the guys that. Gave Jethro Tull the Heavy Metal Album Award. Yeah. Jethro Tull's are they're legends, but they're yeah. not heavy metal. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they exactly. Beat, they beat Metallica back in the day. Exactly. And, and it's like, I mean, I mean, yeah. So why do you, if you give credit to, to this whack shit, uh-huh. it kind of like, yeah. it's like when you have a, a whack girlfriend or boyfriend or whatever the fuck, and you're talking shit about her. You wither, motherfucker. Like, you're still <laughs> with you. You won't go home and lay beside like, her. Like, what are you doing? Nobody's putting a gun yeah. here. Yeah, like, literally, like, DJ Khaled, like you played yourself. You exactly. played yourself, man. Like, exactly. so I'm just like, fuck the Grammys, dog. No, straight. I mean, I'm not going to front, though. If I ever find myself in a position where I'm nominated for no, a Grammy, no it's dope, but it's never, I don't think it's ever something that's going to be like, because, all right, that's one thing I hate getting into arguments with people that don't really study music and think objectively. Because, <laughs> so, like, I view, I view music, music listeners in like a, maybe a handful of categories. I won't define it to a specific number, but those are like the passive listeners. Who are literally gonna listen to whatever's fed to them? Mm-hmm. They're the active. Well, I'll say like those are. Then there's like the polar opposite where the people who are like, nah, I only listen to this shit. This is the shit that I like. Like yeah. fuck everything else. If it's not this, is whack or whatever. Which like, yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And then there's like more of like the active, active listeners who are just like, yo, like I'm constantly trying to go out see what else is popping and everything. Like see what's new, see what I like, expand my palette and everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's the thing. Like where I find myself as an as a fan and as an artist because like I learn from everything. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So like I'm constantly watching live performances from everything to Anderson from Anderson Pack to like any of my favorite bands or whatever. That's or, good. You know, Joey Badass and shit. You know, like learning, picking up little tips and everything like that. Nice. So people bug the fuck out of me when they're like I had a I had a conversation with a homeboy of mine and I was trying to explain to him why um Absol well, well I think we were talking like Absol and Kendrick or something like that, or Absol and Schoolboy, and he was like, well, so-and-so has this, this, this. I'm like, dog, like, nigga, nobody cares. Like, that doesn't fucking matter. Mean, this, this, this. Like, 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 okay, um, let me think of a couple artists. So, like, um, I don't, yeah. uh, like, I know what you meant. Who has a bunch of Grammys as a rapper? Oh, okay, you meant, like, oh, accolades and, like, Yeah, accolades shit. and okay. shit. Or nah, they're, they're like, or they're like, or they're, That's what you're saying. They're filthy I rich. I just want you to like for the listeners to no 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 yeah, yeah. this this this. I know what yeah you yeah meant. like a whole bunch of accolades and everything okay. like, like nah, they have all these sh- things. They got money. This, yeah, yeah, and it's like no, nah, that it don't mean shit. No. You know what I'm saying? Like like well, it, at some point uh, back in the days, because mm-hmm. we're older cats, 
Uh, it was about, it was just dope. If it was dope, it was dope. If it wasn't, it wasn't. Mm-hmm. But at some point, and I'm not hating on it, it's just society. Yeah. But people started talking about, oh, he sold this many the first week. Like, yeah. who gives a fuck, dog? <laughs> no, and especially, that's another thing, like, people what talking about, fuck? like, record sales and shit nowadays. Record sales have completely changed. Completely changed they as keep the past changing, two years. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, the standards for them and everything, like, I mean, I... But am I right? Before it's just if it's dope, it's dope. It's yeah, just, it could not have sold back. Nobody was going platinum back. It was like mm-hmm. you'd be like if you're gold. That was that was like the platinum. Mm-hmm. And it was like now it's like oh yeah, was so and so sold this many this week? Who yeah. gives a because that shit's so much. It's so much equated. Like a lot of I feel like a lot more artists are more concerned with being celebrities than they are exactly. being artists. Exactly. You know. All right, shit. All right, we're gonna we're gonna cap it off with this shit. Bet. We need an acapella, dog. Acapella. We need the acapella. Word, dog. Um, we need the acapella. Oh. Let me know when you're ready. Oh, you're gonna record this shit. Okay. Need this recorded on the phone. Oh, okay. Yeah, um, yeah. Whenever you're ready, you tell us when you're ready. Nah, just put it on your phone like regular, and I'm gonna do my part. Okay. okay. And then we'll upload it later. <laughs> Unless you wanna do live. <laughs> do some Facebook. Do Facebook live if you can. I don't have Facebook on my phone. Fuck you, dog. <laughs> I was like, shit. I gave you my phone. You can do it. Do yeah, it on my Instagram. I'll have yours. Yeah. Or do whatever one it is. Yeah, why, you gotta, why you gotta get mad, dog? <laughs> Fuck this shit. <laughs> I need my Grammy. All right. Yeah, for real. Where's my fucking Grammy? I might do a regular All recording. Right. You do the live Here. joint. Actually, you is might have to turn it to live. You might have to turn the camera around. Yeah, I said it's live. Okay. All right. All right. Um, Let me know when you're ready. Okay. Yeah, I'm ready. All right. Yo. Most of the beauty comes from misery. You wonder what I've seen through landscapes I painted, illustrated through the words I speak. Anyone that knows me knows I speak obscenities, a wreck for mental issues. I have some type of affinity. I often speak from the top of the dome with reaction to blow mine something close to Kennedy. My limit is infinity. I made that pledge when I was 16. Now I bring haters to their knees. Had some trouble in the past staying sober. Wasn't making music, but the feeling wasn't over. Then I got older, words more bolder. To all her disrespect that I provide the cold shoulder. No, that's not an alpha joke, but you know I spoke staying woke. I ain't held my dreams before they all go up in smoke. Pay attention to the mantra and I'll let you know. Belief in self is the only way I know to grow. Manifest, time will test the race you're running. Keep that grass cut low, cause them snakes are cunning, I'm carefree. Banging on my boom bap with my hands in the air yelling, screw that. Manifest and time will test the race you're running. Keep that grass cut low, cause them snakes are cunning, I'm Carefree, banging on my boom bap with my hands in the air, yelling, "Screw that!" Fit the state. Yeah, sweet Jesus Radio. Let's go. <laughs> Christmas tree. <laughs> For real, yeah, dog. Yeah. Oh, yeah. All right, shit, man. Well, I want to thank the Fifth Estate for coming out. The Brain, aka Martin Chupacabras. Hey, the homie. Yo, shout out. So, so nobody knows or whatever, but uh, this is my first time. I mean, shit, this is my first time meeting both of y'all, but yep, true, definitely true. first time meeting the brain. Like, like the homie's been fucking <laughs> with me, like, I feel like forever or whatever, and like, real deal. And let, this is like my little plug. I will say, because like people who, who've listened to me before, I'll talk a lot about the proper way to support people that you're fucking with or whatever. And like, sincerely, dog, like, thank you because. I mean, from like the interaction piece yep. to simple retweets to to making things happen like this and everything. Couple like, different things. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Like like people don't know like the homie had something to do with the, uh, you know, making sure the the city magazine thing happened and everything. You know, and that's dope. So like, if you fuck with people and you support them, actually support them. Like liking uh, people's yeah. shit is not gonna do shit. Yeah. Share it with your friends, you know what I'm saying? Your family, whatever. Put them out. Actual word of mouth, not yeah. virtual word of mouth. You know what I'm saying? Like, put people on. Like, that's that's oh, yeah. the best thing you can do for somebody. So, oh, yeah. that's all I say. 
All right, we'll give you this opportunity to make any plugs. Uh, tell tell the listeners where they can find you, social media wise, oh, yeah. and any projects coming up, any shows. Absolutely. Uh, so yeah, yeah, you can find me on Instagram and Twitter at the fifth underscore estate. That's T H E F I F T H underscore E S T A T E. Um, I'm also on Facebook at the official or official the fifth estate. Uh, come out to the show, Prickly Elder, December 9th, Saturday, December 9th, Midnight Marauders, '90s hip hop party. Hell Should yeah. be super dope. Oh yeah, hell yeah. Bring any last words? Uh, none. Just uh, you know, be good to each other and holy that's it. shit. Keep on me. Oh shit. Yeah. Spread yeah, it up. Son. Be good <laughs> for goodness it. sake. Christmas time. All right. Big thank you to all the listeners. Uh, dope episode. Once again, thanks to you guys. Thanks Bring for having me. Fifth Estate. Uh, keep you know, keep rocking the merch. I know it's a little expensive in the cafe press trade, but you know. It's, it's dope shit. You're supporting some real shit. I keep bringing the free content to you guys. Yeah. Help a brother out. Keep sharing the links. Uh, you know, iTunes, Stitcher, and SoundCloud, and all the popular uh, podcast formats. And with that, this is Suchi's Radio. Thank you for playing. One love. Sweet Jesus. Radio.